Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity, and employee satisfaction. Make your organization a place where people want to be. For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au. You're listening to SBS News. Sun safety advice has come some way since Sid the Seagull first told Australians in 1981 to slip on long sleeves, slop on sunscreen and slap on a hat. In 2007, two more recommendations were added, to seek shade and to slide on sunglasses to protect your eyes from the sun's powerful rays. And now, for the first time, it's been updated to include advice for diverse skin types. A new position statement was led by the QIMR Berghofer Medical Research Institute in Brisbane and has been endorsed by health bodies including Cancer Council Australia. As Professor Rachel Neal, the principal research fellow on the study, explains, the new advice puts people into three groups. People with very deeply pigmented skin um, are at very low risk of getting skin cancer caused by the sun, but are at higher risk of vitamin D deficiency and not getting the other benefits. So for those people, we advise getting some time outdoors during the day and that routine sun protection is not required. At the other end of the spectrum, there are people who are at very high risk of skin cancer because they're very pale or they've got other risk factors. For those people, we recommend keeping fully covered when outdoors. If they do that, they run the risk of being vitamin D deficient Um, so they will need to discuss their vitamin D requirements with their doctor. The third group is those with darker white, olive or light brown skin with an intermediate risk of skin cancer. For that group, the advice advocates routine sunscreen use, but spending a little bit of time outdoors on most days of the week to maintain vitamin D and get some of the other benefits of sun exposure. Professor Anne Cust is the chair of the Cancer Council National Skin Cancer Committee. She says that central to the advice is the acknowledgement that sun exposure can be both harmful and beneficial to health, and that the risks are different for everyone. Australia has the highest rate of skin cancer in the world, so that that is a key priority for us to, you know, reduce the amount of skin cancer that people are developing. Um, But we do know that the sun also brings some benefits. It can uh, help your body to produce vitamin D. It can help um, with your eyesight and um, with mental health. So it's important that we get the balance right. As Professor Neil explains, there's a growing body of evidence about the health benefits of vitamin D, which helps with calcium absorption and sun exposure in general. We've known for quite a long time that vitamin D is very important for our bones. But we've got more evidence now showing its importance, particularly for uh, the immune system and therefore diseases related to the immune system, both infectious disease outcomes and then autoimmune disease outcomes like like multiple sclerosis and other things. Um, But we also now have more information suggesting that independently of vitamin D, the sun might have some benefits, which is why just taking a vitamin D supplement is not necessarily the optimal approach for everybody. Professor Cust says the new advice gives more precise messaging around how much time you need to spend in the sun to get your vitamin D, according to location, time of year and skin type. 
anecdotally, you know, I often hear people talking about, I'll go outside, get some vitamin D. Uh, but people don't really know, you know, how much time you need to spend out outdoors. And in spring and summer in most parts of Australia, you only need a few minutes outside to get sufficient levels of vitamin D. Whereas if you live in Tasmania in, in, in winter, you, you might need a fair bit longer depending on your skin type. Both Professor Neil and Professor Cuss's advice for the majority of Australians is to apply sunscreen whenever the UV index which could be checked on the Cancer Council's SunSmart app, is above three, which is the case for most parts of Australia across most of the year. At this stage, the advice in the 44-page position statement is designed to help doctors advise patients on their best sun safety strategy. But Cancer Council Australia and the authors of the study are also working on multilingual resources for those who need advice in other languages. If you're unsure about which skin type you fit into, or about how you should stay safe in the sun, the advice is to err on the side of caution and consult with your GP. And Professor Neil acknowledges that for some groups, regular sun exposure might not be an option. We completely recognise that that's not always possible um, because some people wear clothing that fully covers their skin for a range of reasons. It might be occupational reasons, it might be cultural reasons. And if that's the case, then people do need to discuss their vitamin D requirements with their doctor because if you have your skin fully covered by clothing, um, you can't make vitamin D. Professor Neil and Professor Cust both have tips for staying safe in the sun for at-risk groups. Professor Neil says she likes to travel with a pair of sun sleeves, which she puts on if she's going outside, so she doesn't always have to wear a long-sleeve shirt. And Professor Cust has a trick for making sunscreen part of your daily routine. Put your sunscreen bottle next to your toothbrush and when you brush your teeth, put you know apply your sunscreen. And then don't forget to reapply. So most people don't actually put enough sunscreen on and they forget to reapply. And a lot of um, sunburns happen just from incidental daily exposure um, when people don't realise they're going to be out in the sun you know, for very long or perhaps they, it's a bit cloudy and they think they don't realise or a bit cool and they think the UV is low when in fact it's high. In the meantime, for the majority of Australians, the advice remains the same. Slip, slop, slap, seek and slide. Penry Buckley, SBS News.